0: Welcome to the Spurs News
1: Podcast. Your home for all things Spurs! And now, let's join our hosts...
0: Hello everybody and welcome to a new episode of the Spurs News Podcast. On today as we record it, Friday the 1st of May 2020. It may feel like March and April lasted seven years, but I assure you it's still 2020. I am Sam and I'm thrilled to say rejoining me this week is my friend Matt.
1: Hey you, mate, you are. Right? Yeah, it's been a funny old year, isn't it, 2020 so far? Yeah. To say the least. <laughs>
0: it's, it's, it's interesting. It makes me laugh really because you get the like... Uh, December 2019, and you start seeing people put these posts up like, "Oh, this year was tough. Bring on 2020." Yeah. I wonder how many of them are thinking, "Oh, <laughs> bring back 2019." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a fun time it's been um, between global pandemics and. You know, the the far more important thing of Tottenham just being rubbish all of a sudden, it's been a tough twenty twenty.
1: Really really <laughs> oh yeah.
0: mate. Mad, mad. Um so yeah, we've got uh, got a few things to talk about this week. Um uh, I wanna open up with the BT Sport replay of the Ajax game. So first question, did you watch it?
1: I, I didn't watch it but no. I do know what you're going to talk about and it's it's <laughs> actually it's bringing it's bringing my anxiety all the, my anxiety levels was at a high anyway because so, of what's going on <laughs> but just go on, go on, we've got we've yeah, got right, a the okay. subject
0: so so uh, well, well first of all I'm just going to talk about now I thought when when I saw it was being replayed I thought bloody hell has that been a year well, well, no, it's not. It was like, it's about a week early, I think. they closed it off, aren't they? Yeah, I don't know why they did it then. But anyway, they they did, and they did replay it. Um, I I didn't watch it. Now, I deliberately avoided it, and I think I put on our, uh, our Spurs News chat, uh, the admin chat, why. I saw that Mauricio Pochettino was going to be a guest, and I thought to myself, there's no way this is going to go well for me watching this either he's going to be looking awesome and be talking about his next job and i'm going to think oh, you bastard <laughs> or he's going to be looking like bearded look like he's put on a bit of weight looking a bit sad talking about how much he misses us and it's going to break me so i thought right there's, you know there's no there's no good way this is going to go so avoid it I know what happened in that IX game. I love that IX game. It's going to live in my memory for the rest of my life. It's all cool. It's cool. I'm avoiding it. It's good. It's about nine thirty at night, and I'm on Twitter because I run the Spurs News Twitter at Spurs News 1961. Anyone would like to follow along and join my stupidity? And I see someone share a video from BT Sport, <laughs> and and in the video. Richard Pochettino talks about how he uh he believes he'll be back at Tottenham one day and he wants to come back. He wants to finish the job he wants to win titles with Tottenham. He loves tottenham. ah oh, dude, that was it. Then I had to go watch <laughs> that was it. I saw the clip, and I was like, I need to see what what was said. I need to know the questions. I need to know the context, I need to know what was going on. So yeah, so basically, for anyone who has missed this, um, which I I doubt there's many Spurs fans who have missed it, former manager Richard Porchini was on BT Sports. He was discussing the IX game, uh, in a true sportsman fashion. He apparently wore the same shirt that he wore that night as no well, way. like to rewatch it, which was quite funny. <laughs> um, yeah, and he, he kind of quite emotionally talked about. His attachment to the club, um, how he feels there's unfinished business. How uh, he said from the moment he left, his heart wanted to bring him back. And yeah, it was quite a quite a surreal thing because you very rarely get a manager who's been sacked sound. So still in love with the place.
1: I, th- I think for me, don't get me wrong. Like um, I, I, I don't disbelieve him. I don't think he doesn't love the club. But mm. I think part of it probably comes down to the fact that he's not managing a new club. So, for example, if he was, yeah, that's about, yeah, yeah. I mean, if he if he if he was uh, at Pastures New now, and that's that would be his focus, and he would be he'd be he'd be involved with that yeah. club and the fans and everything. At the moment, it's almost like. Um, it's still a kind of a memory you can hold on to because there's nothing yeah. going forward. And, and I guess, and again, this is, this is a cynical me because I love Pochettino holding back, but I'm, sh- I'm sure the money he's being paid every month is making it, making it easy Ooh. for him to Wow. But come on, Sam, if you want a compensation package of like millions... You've, but I, you've
0: I, become uh, so cynical. No, I, you used to be such a nice guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I uh, When I read it, it... it do you know what it is for me? It's, de- it's a defense mechanism because ah, I see. because I read yeah. it and I'm because I like I, I, I said so I didn't watch it but I read what he said. No. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I want you back. <laughs> you yeah. <know? laughs> and and I think I think the problem was as well is they they did it after that game, which is like yeah, a, I know. epitomizes how much we loved love him or loved him. Yeah. You know that was that was the pinnacle for us, wasn't it? With, with Spurs well, and Hodgson.
0: Well, it's quite interesting that you say the pinnacle because it was quite um quite an interesting chat I had with a few people on Twitter that night, because they were all re-watching it, and they sort of said, you know, why why aren't you watching it? I said, to be honest with you, I said, it's a bit raw for me. I said, forget the Pochettino thing for a moment, which I've already explained why I wanted to avoid it. But that night was probably the single most mad, amazing night as a Tottenham fan I've experienced. You know, we made a Champions League final, which... For our club, it never happened, you know. And for our club, that was such a monstrous achievement, you know. If you told me we'd be doing that in the nineties, I'd have laughed. If you told me we'd be doing that in the noughties, I'd have laughed, you know. Yeah. It just to to achieve that, it felt like wow, we really are at the top table now. You know, we are a established Champions League team. This this is huge, and like it felt like to me that that was kind of like, this is it, this is the moment, we're about to transition from being this newly team, you know, into, into something. You know, even if we lost the final, my attitude was kind of like, this is big, you know, this is this is us taking the next step, this run will enable us to invest, you know, it just felt like this was a big thing. And the way it turned out was, that was it that was that was the end of the journey and everything after that has just been Awful,
1: <laughs> yeah, and and the thing is as well, like we've said this before, haven't we? But it it, it kind of just masked things because we yeah. weren't playing particularly well in the league. No, no. It, it was kind of like a a weird anom- anomaly, like in in the, that part of the season, which just made yeah. it more crazy. I mean, like you, you, you know, did, yeah. I, I don't know. You, I presume you've you've got a Sky Sports subscription as well, and obviously I they've do, yeah. they've not been able to play any live sports, so they're playing quite wow. a lot of replays and stuff. Yeah, and and I caught the. um the, well, the, the cricket World Cup final last year—you know when we beat yeah, the, CD yeah, the final, yeah, right—and it was just—it it was at the end. It's like you—you you couldn't make it up. It was crazy, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like if if someone had written in a book, that's what that's what uh, ha- this is what's going to yeah. happen. Unbelievable, like... yeah. And it was the same for the, the that semi-final. It was just the most craziest game. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was crazy. Look. Like, we was 2-0 down at half-time. Uh, and dead and buried. We weren't well,
0: yeah. We were, the Ajax fans were celebrating, singing the songs about going to the final. Um, <laughs> it was just crazy. Which, which makes it all the sweeter, really. Um,
1: I, I don't know if you... The, there's, a, there's a video that's going around, and it's, it's probably been so circulating cool for a while, but I think it's a fairly recent one. The Ajax the,
0: fans counting down the final whistle?
1: But it's, it's, from, no, it's from there. It's from... The opposite end, and it's obviously oh, right. an IX p- filming it, yeah. and it's just this, you can hear like our fans obviously going crazy, yeah. and it's just you can hear all the Ajax fans, like you say, all singing it yeah. literally just to, to the to the to, to the moment. Mora puts in that, the ball yeah. in the back of the net; they are st- all still going crazy, and mm-hmm. it's just it's the most bizarre moment because how it's just unreal, wasn't it? It was the whole thing was unreal.
0: Yeah, I... Yeah, I, I lost it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, too, I was. Just, I, it was I, I just never experienced anything. Because the thing was, that came off the back of the Man City game, where I'd never experienced anything like that in my life either. The, the, the fact that we were in the tie at all against a team, to be quite honest, we were far superior than us was mad Mm. Lorente's goal and it stood when it kept doing the VAR replay they're going to rule it out they're going to rule it out oh my they've allowed it yes come on (laughs) and then to concede that goal in the last second it was like that is so spursy that is just awful Ericsson give the ball away I want to kill him you know
1: I just I turned it off I was like oh son and then I met I it was the same, yeah. wasn't it, as, as the Liverpool yeah. game? You just, you was like, "It's been, it's been uh, disallowed." It's been
0: I, what? I, I, yeah, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I, I just, How did you still that, watch like you? I said, so that Man City game is like, was insane, and none of us could get over that. It was like if you wrote that in a script, no one would believe it. And then we go into the IX type and that happens, and it's like, what <laughs> the hell?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it aged me ten years, oh. I think, but just. I mean, it was just the second half. I mean, we came out in that second half like a team that had. a team that were possessed. I mean, Pochettino talked about that the other night as well. He talked about how he tried to like calm and analyse and talk to the team about, look, we've had two bad errors, but other than that, we're in this game. You know, if we take our chances like they took theirs in the first half, then, you know, we can still win this. And he did touch on the fact that Harry Kane and Hugo Lloris kind of fired into everybody (laughs) (laughs) like come on yeah do you want to really go out like this um yeah mad i mean i know we've talked about this in the past so we'll probably draw a line here but um that that game is is something special i mean that's gonna live in my memory forever and and i know people talk about you know trophies and stuff like that but nights like that are, are irreplaceable for me you know that that and I know this doesn't sound right, but yeah, lifting like the League Cup a couple of times, on those days, they were great days, but that Champions League semi-final was up there for me. Oh, <laughs> you know, completely, it, was, yeah. it was just something else. So. Yeah,
1: you're right. And look, again, it's, 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 it sounds like to anyone who listen who weren't, wasn't a Spurs fan, for example, mm. a Chelsea like if a Chelsea fan stumbled across, across yeah. our podcast, I mean, oh, look at you, just trying to make yourself feel better, that you haven't won any trophies for a while. Yeah. I get that trophies are really important, but... Big, big game, big night, but like you know, nights where you come away and it's yeah. obviously that was a massive Champions League one. But I mean, I, you know, talking about watching uh, replayed football. I mean, I've watched the I watched the Arsenal game from 2010 that they were showing, and the West Ham <laughs> one when we beat them four three. And I know yeah. they they were only league games, and it was only worth yeah. three points. Man, no, but yeah. you just that feeling afterwards. You just I don't know if you're the same, Sam, but you sit there and you're like completely spent like you're absolutely (laughs) elated but you're like I've got nothing I can't even lift my arms I've just given everything to that game watching that and and you're sort of sitting there with this soppy smile on your face like Oh, my God. And then then it's one of those things where you wake up in the morning and you're like, did that happen? It's
0: it's funny you should just say that, because one of the the things I'd never seen before, but I saw a lot of this being shared on Twitter, is obviously the fan-recorded videos of the Ajax stuff. And there's this shot of the Tottenham fans, and obviously they're going mental. But then there's this one guy, probably in his 50s, 60s maybe, but 50s definitely, and he just sits down yeah. and everyone else is going mental. And you could see the look on his face of just utter, wow, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know, wow, that's happened. And then he stands up and he like hugs the people he's with and stuff. Oh, but there's, wow. there's someone has just captured it brilliantly because they're filming this mob of people going mental and trying to capture the Tottenham team below them but then it's just perfect shot of this guy. Just everyone jumps up and he just sits like, yeah. like just, I need a minute. I need a minute, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh Or of course, he could have been like me. He could have been sat down thinking, they're going to rule this out for VAR. You watch, <laughs> you watch, you, you yeah. wait and see. Yeah. The minute that ref does that box, I'm, 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 that's it, I'm storming the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Or maybe but because his
1: yeah, 50s uh, or 60s, he's thinking, I've been a Spurser for so long, if I if yeah. I get involved with this, I'm, I'm killing over. <laughs> yeah, I'm done.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Poor guy's probably only twenty. He just looks fifty, <laughs> thanks to Tottenham.
1: Yeah, he's yeah. Hell,
0: yeah. Oh dear. But yeah, so so the Pochettino comments. I mean, really, I I just wanted your reaction. Um, I my reaction was one of, um, it, it's such a shame how it ended. Um, uh, I mean, but I think for all parties it's time to move on. Um, You know, and that's not saying I wouldn't like the fairy tale of him returning one day, but like you said a minute ago, I I think it's quite accurate. Let's say that Newcastle do get their money and they do appoint him. That's a project job again. You know, that's not a go in to Real Madrid and try and pick up a few trophies with a three-year contract. That's another complete rebuild overhaul of a club. And it, I, I'd find it hard to believe that he'd go in and do that and invest his time and energy into that and not come away feeling something for the Newcastle fans like he does for... Like like you yeah. said, you know, he's, at the moment Tottenham's been his longest managerial job. Of course, the connection and the love's massive. Um, will that change if he goes into another job? I think if he went into a job like Real Madrid, uh, Barcelona, you know, Bayern Munich two to three years I don't think it would I think he'd go and do those jobs lift a few trophies sign players with money you know that'd, that'd be a nice change for him yeah, yeah. Um, but with another club where he has to go in and you know literally ingrain himself and work day and night to to build something of course you're going to get invested so yeah it's still going to be very weird seeing him in an opposition dugout yeah very
1: odd it's 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 one of those things though where you know you see it's like with some players when you see them and you kind of like have this hatred for them even when they've <laughs> gone and others that have gone and you, like you know Aaron Lennon's a good example when he when yeah. we, and, and again I know we spoke about it and you did say we were beating them 5-0 at the time which is why we were <laughs> But but, the, but it is I mean I like seeing I'll play and Peter Crouch was another one as well yeah. and I think Pochettino probably be in that for me that kind of category of you, you know i It'll be horrible seeing him at other teams, but I, it's not going to take remember. away my love for him.
0: I remember the season that we sold everybody that was any good. Remember we sold Keno, we sold we sold DeFoe to Portsmouth? Yeah. And Portsmouth came and beat us 2-0, and Jermaine DeFoe had a penalty.
1: That's right.
0: And he scored and didn't celebrate. Yeah. And the Tottenham fans were singing his name. Yeah. We were so crap yeah. <laughs> we were supporting Jermaine Defoe that day. We just decided. Um he didn't want to leave. Um we had an idiot put in charge and that idiot who got put in charge caused no end of hell. Mm. But yeah, Harry Redknapp's Portsmouth, not long before we stole Harry Redknapp, What a what an interesting journey that was. Yeah. <laughs> um so obviously let's draw a line under the Pochettino comments and the discussion around him. Um current manager is Jose Mourinho he's not got a bad CV um, yesterday was uh, I think they said 20 years since he won his first Premier League title with Chelsea and he was interviewed with Sky Sports you know a bit of distance but he was interviewed and they said um, you know they wanted to get his reaction to that oh you know it's been 20 years Um, his reaction was quite classic Jose really which is I'm not thinking about that, I'm thinking about number four.
1: Please let it be Spurs.
0: Well, <laughs> now, the, the reporter, I feel, was a bit of a sarcastic git, because the reporter then, we with Tottenham, <laughs> <laughs> genuinely asked this question, like, really? We,
1: we've Tottenham?" them. But it's not like he's taken <laughs> over Aston Villa. I mean, we, we've been in the top three or four really? for the last few seasons, haven't we? <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I know. I just it It's was unreal reporter, isn't it? It's unreal. The way the reporter asked it, I was like, You jammy git. <laughs> uh but yeah, Jose, yeah, with Spurs, you know, I wanna win my fourth title, I wanna do it here. Um now I I wrote down because I wanna get your presenter, is he mental or are we just feeling negative right now?
1: If 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 you look at the season how it's gone, it's been Awful, isn't it? And and, and yeah. towards the end of last season in the league was awful as well. Yeah. But I, I don't know. You, you, it's just look. I, I think a factor that's going to play a part is what ha- you know what happens with the, the transfers if if and when it ever happens the transfer window. Yeah. You know, I think it's going to be very different to to normal ones. Yeah, and whether that benefits us benefits us or not, I don't know. Well, but well, exactly, it's
0: funny. Funny you should say that. One of the topics I've got written down is to discuss the transfer window, so we will circle back to that because I've got an interesting perspective on what to share on how I think this is going to be.
1: Yeah, sure, but I I, I don't think uh, if you I know, I know this is me saying something I've said quite a few times before, but you mentioned when you introduced him his pedigree, mm. it, it just. I I I get the argument that football might have overtaken him. I don't know. It, he's no, got I such a good pedigree that. that I don't I don't think it's it doesn't seem that ridiculous. Like I say if he did, if he was taking over ah uh, don't pick on Aston Villa again. Um Norwich, right? Yeah. And he said I'm going to win my fourth title with Norwich, right? No disrespect to Norwich, but I think maybe the the presenter or the interviewer could have Put a bit of sarcasm, or you know, used. But this is a, we're a club that have finished in the top four for the last few seasons. We finished second, third. We're, we're there or thereabouts. And and if yeah. you forget about how bad this season's been, uh, uh, look, uh, What 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 I was going to say was you, you look at um and again something I've mentioned before, but you look at Mourinho when he won the th- was it him when that won the third title for Chelsea when the season before when they hadn't qualified <laughs> for Europe. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I don't see why he can do that again. So if we, if we, if this season gets finished or wherever it gets finished, and we don't finish in Europe, and we just, we've just got the the domestic season to focus on, he mm. he did that with Chelsea, you know, and he yeah. bought in a he bought in two or three really good players like Conde and a couple of others, and look, they won the league. So I don't, I don't, I can't see how he can't do it with us. I don't. It doesn't seem ridiculous an idea. No.
0: I agree, Um, it's one of those things, and it's like, the reason why I wrote it down is, is he mental or am I just being negative, because I wanted to kind of unpack it a little bit, because if you think about our squad as it is, without making any improvements, the difference a season of being fully fit, for example, so let's just imagine that um, the season's ended now. So basically, all the players have had that break, plus they're going to have the summer off before the season resumes. It's probably going to be the longest break Harry Kane's had in his professional career since he was like 21. We're um, doing the world of good. And let's just imagine next season Kane gets back to his best. You know, fully fit, fully firing. That's 30 plus league goals, which we've not had for a couple of seasons. You know, mm. add to that the threat from Sonny. Fully fit, fully firing. Add to that the threat of Burguine. Fully fit, fully firing. That's a frightening front three to come up against. Um, you imagine Undombele actually manages to run. Um, you know, there's so much stuff being said about um, different problems he's had since joining us that are now corrected. The idea of him being mobile, agile with all of his gifts alongside Luchelso is arguably one of the best midfield pairs you could put together in the league all you need to do is add a defensive midfielder mm. you add a guy in there like a, a I, I can't think of a name but you just add a defensive midfielder in there all of a sudden are central defenders that mm. well, maybe, maybe don't look as good as they did get protection and look good again um, for for me, full backs as well. But so if you just improve improve free positions and everyone else can stay fit and really push on, all of a sudden we're one of the top sides in the league
1: again. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So it isn't mental. It isn't like completely deluded and, you know, far fetched lunacy. It just I guess just watching us play so poorly for so long, it's hard to imagine it suddenly clicking into gear. But a new season is is a new start, you know, in so many ways. And after the the break we've had now, I don't know how they're going to end the season. But have you seen some of the proposals that are being discussed today?
1: Yeah, uh, I haven't seen the ones being proposed today, but I did see you mention um the the, is one of them the, similar to the the French league have done, or?
0: Uh, well, so no, that that's not actually being discussed. That's right. just uh, basically in France they've ended the season and they've attributed sporting merits. So basically, uh, depending on how many games you've won and stuff like that, they'll allocate points, and that's how they decided it. So Paris Saint Germain won the title, shock, uh, <laughs> but they relegated clubs based on this, and one of the clubs was outside of the. Relegations. No of. way. So, you know, yeah, they applied it, and I mean, there's going to be lawyers involved in all sorts. But apparently, the French government have stepped in and gone, "No, that's <sighs> it. We we said end the season. They've done it on sporting merit, which was the UEFA kind of directive. They'd much rather that than, you know, something else. Um, and yeah, yeah. So a team's been relegated. That. <laughs> of Got a pretty good argument <laughs> that they'd, they'd they'd have been able to survive. Um, so yeah, I mean, you you apply that same maths to the Premier League, and I think Tottenham finished tenth or ninth, um, so nowhere near Europe, below Arsenal, I'm afraid to say. Um, but yeah, it just that's how that would work. But now the proposals today from the Premier League, and I don't know about you, and if you've not heard this, I'm possibly about to make you angry because it made me angry Um, the Premier League want to purchase um, uh, COVID-19 tests from wherever Uh, they will have all the players and the staff and everyone tested twice a week they will put them up in hotels obviously Tottenham have got their own living accommodation in Hotspur Way Um, they will have designated things so basically the whole squads for the Premier League clubs will be isolated they'll play games in quick succession uh, at neutral venues which are cleaned and kept you know, kept with social distancing, no fans obviously Um, they will also make the players play the games wearing face masks Uh, the multi-ball system, every time the ball leaves the field, it will be cleaned I don't know about you, mate, but this just feels like real mental levels of—I uh, I don't know. Like, it I just, always knew football would like lived in its own little bubble, but to me, it just feels like they've really lost a grip on reality.
1: Yeah, it, it sounds—it sounds like just desperation, sound, doesn't it? It sounds like they just—they want to get it finished, and they're like, "How can we possibly do it?" And it's—they've got to go to these. Sh- these silly extreme lengths, if they if they want to yeah. do it, but it sounds ridiculous. Now, I I, I um I know uh, Gary Neville's been uh, getting involved quite a lot, hasn't he? Yeah. He, he? I think he does a podcast as well, doesn't he? he don't listen yeah, yeah, to that one does. though. Listen to our one. Yeah, watch. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why listen it's to that? Yeah, yeah, but but he he was saying that uh, I think he was quoted as saying that because he, he owns a couple of hotels, doesn't he? He does. And, yeah. and he and he said, you know, I, I have a meeting in the morning about. You know COVID nineteen and how it affects the hotels. Yeah. And he says an hour or two later, we're having a. I'm in a meeting to do with you know the Premier League, and he said it's like they're living. In, it's like they're in a different world. Yeah, he said like the, the, the rules uh, doesn't seem to. I uh, don't think the rules are applied as much, you know. And he said no. I can't. Said, for me, there doesn't seem to be any way you can finish this season. No. It, it just doesn't seem possible. And uh, the, the proposal you're, you're you're mentioning, it just yeah. sounds. Ridiculous, doesn't yeah. it?
0: And and play and former players are already just calling it what it is: mental. It's just. Um, I think one Bournemouth player took the Twitter to say, "Yeah, I'm not doing that. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not risking my health and that of my family."
1: And and the, no. and, the thing, and the thing is as well, like. I know it, in the what's been going on in in America uh, with the with the uh, with, with the government there, it's, it's been causing a lot of interest. I mean, I've I've been finding it fascinating. But there was uh, a yeah. it's just honestly, I I can't I switch between what's going on here and what's going on there for, for what what's more shocking at a time. But yeah. they they um I don't know if you saw this, but their vice president um pence oh, went, yeah, went did, to a, yeah. he went to we're a hospital yeah. yeah so he went to a hospital and that they was all uh, everybody for anyone that's not seen it. everyone was wearing a mask and they asked him to wear a mask because it was a policy in his hospital and he didn't wear a mask and he genuinely yep. hand on heart said the reason why he didn't want wear one is because he wanted to look people in the eyes they were talking to him i mean that just uh, how you know but, but, but anyway yeah uh, one of the other things he said was that he 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 gets tested regularly so he knew he didn't have it but the thing is like if they're suggesting two tests a week now say you get tested on a monday and a thursday then you could get on you could you could potentially get on the friday and then if you're playing a game on the saturday you've got it two tests aren't enough you need to be tested literally every every hour if you're if you if you're 100% no you you haven't got it you know
0: yeah, see, see, my mind went in a different direction when I read that about testing. And my mind went to: we as a country are trying to get as many testing kits as possible to as many people in NHS frontline stuff as possible, and are struggling to do that. And here comes the Premier League saying, "Oh, well, we can get two tests per squad per week, and we're gonna." They say we're gonna source them ourselves. Basically, means they're outbidding yeah you know, throwing their money to outbid, and again, like I said, it, I know football's in a bit of a bubble, and I've always kind of known that, but they must realize how that comes across. <laughs> surely when all the clubs who tried to use the furlough scheme have been destroyed for it, Tottenham included, they must realize how out of touch and how crazy that policy that they're bringing in is,
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've just yeah. I've just done a quick calculation on it and it it's around about 8 to 900 tests they'd need a week just just for the yeah. just for the planes staff. I mean you you you'd have to test the managers and yeah. everyone else yeah, around yeah. it. So you're looking at thousands and thousands of tests every week that they'd have yeah. that should be for the NHS.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're basically outbidding, you know, hospitals for Yeah,
1: that like that is, no, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It
0: is it is absolutely mental. Now If the Premier League were saying, right, we're going to buy 50,000 testing kits or whatever and we're going to give that to the NHS every week, people would probably be alright with them using however many themselves, if that makes sense, or or at least something. But to me, you know, there's this government minister who said that they feel that getting sports like football back on television and they want to finish the season with loads of games on free television... Um, because they think it might help lift morale. One, clearly, none of them are Tottenham fans. If they think watching top <laughs> football again is going to lift morale, right? But two, again, I just feel this is like a real—I don't know. It is perhaps it's just my particular viewpoint at the moment. Perhaps there are a lot of people who genuinely would feel, you know, some normality again or anything like that. But I don't feel watching an empty stadium. With players running around with face masks, no, particularly project a normal or a particularly uplifting. In fact, I probably wouldn't want to watch it. No, it would it would
1: actually disturb me. I don't think I'd let yeah. my I don't think I'd let Seb watch the games. No, you know, no, I mean, you know talking about disturbing as well. My um, because they're, they're the government are saying now that uh, people who work in um, doing essential jobs can be tested now, and yeah. I I can. Uh, Go for a test if I need one. Obviously, working on, on the rail on yeah. network. But my, my uncle's a bus driver, and his wife or my aunt, sorry, uh, had a um, was showing symptoms. Mm-hmm. So um, the, my uncle and aunt and, and my two cousins they went to one of these drive-through testing centers. And have you heard? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you heard what this testing ev- evolves No, no, They no, they, 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 they they stick they stick a a, a kind of a, a testing thing like a I guess guess like a long extended cotton bud mm-hmm. all the way down to your tonsils. So it goes Ooh, all geez, the way geez, down. And then they stick one up your nose to the top of your nose because obviously they need to get right yeah. in. And I'm like, do you know what? It would only take me having a really bad cough to want to get myself tested. I don't fancy oh, that no. at all. You
0: know? I'd gag. I'd yeah. probably be sick if they did that. I'm, I'm, I'm terrible. My gag reflex, like if something touches it, I'm gone. I can yeah. never be gay.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> There, there's a joke yeah <laughs> there, there's a joke that just made everyone listening go Whoop. <laughs> uh, yeah um no definitely not gag no, reflex is yeah, terrible yeah um i um yeah no because I, I, my um one of my members of my family uh, had it and was tested quite early on um she she worked in a medical research um and it sort of confirmed it but you know one of those stupid things my my focus was on oh my god you've got it I never once thought even though she's recovering she's fine never once thought to go what do they actually do then (laughs) so yeah hearing that's kind of like oh charming (laughs) I love the idea that you kind of you know drive up uh, and I'll have a I will have a cheeseburger, large fries, and one of those up my nose, please well, that's covid yeah.
1: on eat test, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. but apparently yeah. it was because we've had really hot days as well and and apparently he was in the car, and they were all sweating, and they were getting things stuck down their so was like it doesn't sound pleasant at all, but yeah no. go, go go back to the going back to the, what the games look like they you're right, there'll be no atmosphere because there'll be no fans there they all yeah. it obviously like you say, wearing a mask it just sounds bizarre, and i I understand and. It, it, it's a lot of to do with money, isn't it? You know, it's the it's cost issue. That's why they're so desperate to get this league finished. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I just feel like it, it's almost. Like, I, I know Germany have, 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 um, have spoken about getting their league resumed. Yeah. But they're now even uh, looking at their, their cases have now risen again, so that might get that might get shelved. Yeah. It. it, yeah. If it I feel like. It, they should just say, look, just let's just cancel this. You know, let's it's still just keeping us hanging all the time. Let's just Yeah, that's finish the season. That's that's
0: the thing because once a decision's made, it's then people's focus change from how can we end this? How can we end this? To, okay, how can we solve this? Mm. Which is, you know, all of the problems around money, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, someone put on Twitter yesterday uh, a well-followed account, uh, basically on the lines of, I don't understand the urgency, you know, why does this need to be decided now? Why can't we just wait, finish the season whenever? um i th- I think the main i mean there's so many reasons commercial reasons contractual reasons for players employment people's contracts etc um i i have a a friend of mine a, a close school friend who works as a football scout and his contract's just been ended basically um he had like a deal which uh you had to hit certain markers and things like you do certain performance just impossible to do right now. Mm. And because of that, his his employment with the current the club he was with is gone. Um, and there's no way he's getting a job anywhere else at the moment. Um, he's not alone in that, you know, that's industry wide, um, you know, so there's a hell of a lot of stuff going on at clubs, which aren't hitting the headlines, which are, aren't, are you know, people losing their livelihoods and stuff. Um, and it just feels like, so so rich the Premier League and then you get the other end of the scale like you know League 2, we're just focusing on league football for a moment you know, the, the Premier League for example the thought of a team dropping out of the Premier League based on the season not ending or a season whatever is quite brutal to whoever that is, yeah. but I can guarantee you whoever it is will survive Yeah, but when you take it down to League 2 and so, for example, the vast majority of clubs in League Two contracts for players are 12 months. You know, you, you kind of you're you're kind of living famine, the feast down there, you know. <laughs> so so you don't sign up all your star players, to four year deals, your your 12 months, because, you know, if you don't get promoted or if you don't hit your targets, you need to say goodbye to these guys. And, you know, promote and try and recruit well again. And and off you go. So, let's let's just say that you're a club that's uh, just one place outside the relegation zone in League 2, right? You've got 12 players on your books, good solid players, but they're all their contracts end 30th of June. You, under employment law, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, cannot force them to extend that. So, UEFA have said, oh, you just do extension agreements. The players have to agree. mm now let's imagine those twelve players, because they've known for some time that their deals are coming to an end, and it looks like the club could go down out of league football, they've been out there either via agents and themselves and they've all got new clubs to go to. Yeah. Because that's perfectly feasible, you know, you've done deals with other clubs in the division that are definitely still going to be in the division next year, and I've signed an agreement and on the first of july I'm, I'm their player. What happens then?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So they, you know, they say right, we're going to replay the leagues. You put your masks on, behind closed doors, and a club down there goes, "Well, we haven't got any players." You know, they all left. They've all, and not only have they left, they're now playing for our rivals.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know,
0: when this season, and and you could say, you know, you could say, well, because the season's a continuation, they can't play. You know, yeah, they've gone and signed. All right, fine. They still can't play for me because they don't work for me anymore. Yeah, of course. You know, we're 12 players. It is a massive, massive problem. That's why it, for me, and I know I'm not in the... I I think I'm in the minority anyway. It just has to be ended now. Yeah. Whatever the focus needs to be on, the, the best scenario of a terrible situation for everybody
1: that's exactly what it is sam it's, it's this trying to put a square peg in a round hole yeah. to try to sort this out and we're in like you say we're in a terrible situation it's something that is completely and utterly unprecedented in yep. an entire in a like hundred years we haven't seen this in a hundred years something yep. like this so it, it, it just it's, it feels just des- it's desperation isn't it like you know the, what you said about that that the way that they're, they're what the Premier League are, are trying to suggest—it all yep. just feels like desperation. They're trying to put a square peg in a round hole, and it's, instead let's just cancel it all because yeah. we're in an unprecedented situation, and then reset for next year. And what, how they work out what happens to the teams is something that they can decide later, like what they've done yep. with, with in France. But yep. for now, we just can't play any more football. It just, this is, this is nip it in the bud. <laughs> you know what I
0: mean? And and the con- the consistent. Um, rumour milling and consistent kind of kind of consistent uh, use of resources really you know there was a press article yesterday talking about how the Premier League and Premier League clubs are stockpiling certain things you know and and you're kind of thinking to yourself they're doing that because they think they might have to play these games
1: Mm.
0: if it wasn't for that you know, they wouldn't be buying them. If they weren't buying them, they'd be available elsewhere. And you just kind of... Like I said, it leaves a bad taste. Like, you know, it needs to be... And to hear, like, a government minister say he thinks it'd be good for morale Yeah, okay, I kind of get it. But at the same time, I, I don't... Like, me personally, uh, I couldn't give a crap if football was going on right now. Yeah. i got more... i got other stuff on my mind. So... Uh, maybe a distraction, but again, seeing them running around in face masks wouldn't be a distraction. It'd be like a constant reminder.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. Look, look at the moment. Uh, what they're saying is something like twenty six thousand people have unfortunately died of of, of this horrible uh, yeah. of disease. So you just think of all the family that are involved with those twenty six thousand people, and obviously that yeah. number's going up quite a, quite a lot. So there's going to be hundreds of thousands of people that have been directly almost affected by this. Now yeah. they want to stick on the television and, and watch football players wearing masks. I don't don't give me wrong like you know I don't think that that that's going to improve their their, their morale and also look I appreciate that that you and I are football fans and there's millions of football fans but there's also millions of of people in this country that aren't football fans so yeah don't give a crap yeah exactly so What's it going to? Do? How's it going to improve their morale? It, yeah. it, for for me, it's a it's a smoke. It, this this morale thing is a smokescreen for we need to finish the season because it's going to cost us a lot of money otherwise. That is, that's that's yeah. for me. It comes down to money, and it always does. You can always if you strip away everything with this these sort of things, it always comes down to money at the end of it. And I think that's what it is with this. If if money, if money wasn't a factor this season, like like, like it's proved with the the, the non leagues, where yeah. money's not really a factor to yeah. a massive extent, then it gets yeah. cancelled.
0: And and also, um, with the greatest respect for some of the other leagues in Europe, they don't have the same financial deals that the Premier League has. And they've just, you know, Holland, for example, Dutch League was cancelled, Rx of champions, deal with it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, uh, you know, the clubs can stamp their feet, they can hold their breath, whatever, it's done. That's mm. it. It's the decisions mm. made. In, in this country... Because of the vast sums, you know, they're talking about the Premier League clubs will have to repay £750 in TV deals. I said this on a podcast a couple of weeks ago. That had never happened. Uh, The the blunt, honest fact is those TV people have spent that money. That money's already gone. So all the Premier League would need to do is add one season to the existing deal.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: And everyone's happy. Yep. And no one's repaying money. The TV companies have just got extra for money they've already spent. It's a nonsense that it needs to be... You know, it can be solved so simply. And I think people know that, but they've just got this kind of... I, don't, I hate to say it, but at the top of the game, I think there is a real element of greed. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, if we had one year on, when we could earn an extra X amount of money for it. I mean, it's also... Not living in the real world, you know they—they they think the next TV deal is going to be worth more money. They're—they're they're on the wrong planet at the moment. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But anyway, that's my view on the season restarting. Anyway,
1: I just yeah, I—I'm hoping that in a few weeks' time we can look back and say like, why was we even discussing it? You know, it's—it's it's, it's all been cancelled now. It was—it was pointless discussing it in the first place. But we're having to discuss it because they haven't cancelled it. You know.
0: Yeah. No I know and that is that is the key thing the fact that they've just let it run so long and so much uh you know discussion over it so much conjecture it, 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 it's mad it is absolutely mad that they've allowed it to get to this point but they have and we'll just have to wait and see what they do yeah um I did put a post out on the Facebook page I didn't get much of a response obviously activity on everything's way down. Um, But we did get a couple of fan questions. Uh, So if you'd like, I'll head there now and we'll we'll read them. Let's go, Sam. And now it's time for your comments directly from our Facebook page. Right then. I'll tell you what, the post about Pochettino certainly got a few likes. (laughs)
1: Wow. Listen yes. if 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 Mourinho wins the Premier League like he's promised it will be Pochettino who I think yeah yeah not far off don't kill me for saying that
0: yeah no that's right I've got it I've got it recorded so at some point I'll replay that um James Campbell says have there been any comments from the players regarding the pitch at the new stadium it seems to me that it's a pretty slick pitch maybe too slick when I'm watching the games, it seems I seem to see a lot of players fall over a lot, or is it just something I'm imagining? Um, I've, not seen any, I've not seen any comments about it, and it's not something I've noticed, to be honest.
1: I, I'll tell you what, you, you, know, you know when news is slow, don't you, when someone's asking them <laughs> about a state yeah. yeah, that's, that's fair. <laughs> uh,
0: no, no, I, I like this question, James. You're not asking me anything about COVID, nothing about Brexit. I think this is a wonderful
1: question. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I, I yeah. think I think the pitch is probably the last, at least of their worries at that moment.
0: <laughs> yeah, I uh, I hate to say it, James. I think they're falling over because they're just not like, good at the moment. <laughs> yeah, okay. quick run after the ball. Oh no, I fell over.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> it a, yeah, it is it um, is amazing though when I, when I'm at when I'm at the stadium and um, I see I see him water in it. Crazy. Yeah, but it's it's incredible to think that it's not. Technically real, you know, that it just gets folded underneath, and there's like an American. Oh, football yeah. yeah, it's bizarre. No, I mean, yeah. It really is bizarre because you look at it, it just looks so well. It,
0: well it is real grass. No, I know, it's, I know just, it's real grass. It's just a but... weird, yeah. Like, I like, I'm determined. I, I watched this um, program about the stadium, Richard Hammond. And he was walking on it, going, "Why can't I see the joints? Yeah, that's why what can't I think. I see the that's lines? What I think like... when
1: I go to the game, yeah, where are the yeah. joins? Like surely yeah. you should be able to see them, like, even like a hint that there's like lines yeah. there. But it's amazing. It is amazing how yeah. they've done it, you know. And it, it, the, 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 the fact that you know, at the moment, it is the hands down the best stadium in the world. And, yeah. and the, obviously the technology is there to do it, but it's just insane how they do that. How they, 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 they It just looks It looks like it Hasn't moved You know And the fact that That can can go underground Is just bizarre In three parts It's weird
0: isn't it It's mental But uh, yeah Um, Of course, where the pitch normally goes at the moment is an NHS facility, which is also kind of cool from the club. Uh, But James, it's not something I've noticed, but now you've said it, the next time we are playing games, I will look for that and just see if any of them look like Bambi on ice. (laughs) But no, not something I've noticed. Uh, Super Sub In Stefan says, I can only assume this will be discussed anyway. Oh dear, let's see if we discussed it. The player's returning and able to use the pitches for training. No, we weren't discussing it, Stefan. Um, what are my thoughts? I um,
1: don't know, really. It's very pitch-themed, these two questions. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, so I feel there is a grass theme coming from, from the, the questions. Uh, I think everyone's desperate not to ask the same stuff, so it's kind of like, um, what can I talk about? Oh, I know. Isn't the grass nice and green?
1: Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. been a quite a sunny April though. That's yeah. the thing. Like, it's, they always say April, April showers. Yeah. I didn't see much rain in April, my Mateo, it's lovely and sunny. Lovely, like, my, lovely. My, 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 <laughs> lovely, my, my <laughs> birth, <laughs> It's lovely, mate. Yeah. Yes. But I, my, my birthday um, was a week or so ago, and it's always yeah. sunny on my birthday. And honestly, mate, I was lying there, right. yeah, no, just in was. my shorts, yeah, lapping know. up the sunshine. It, it, you had to remind yourself that we're in April and not in July, you know. But it's been a lovely sunny April. But then, the, but then now we're in May and we expect it to be nice. We're pretty pretty pissed down for the on my foot,
0: Yeah, probably That's, that tends
1: to be. out there. that was our summer.
0: Um, that, that was it. Enjoy, everyone. Um, well, Stefan, uh, I mean, my only observation really is: uh Way is massive with loads of pitches. If they're letting a few players at a time arrive, go for a run on their own. Really, it's no different than the government guidelines around exercising in the park and stuff like that. Uh, They've opened up a pitch so they can do ball work, um, but again, they're on their own. Um, It it seems like a bit of a nonsense, really, Uh, but it felt like press releases like this was all part of the Premier League plan to kind of look Look, we're coming back Mm. you know we are Mm. we are going to finish the season Um,
1: I I just you just like I say like I mentioned earlier you look at Germany you know it's one of those things and even I think Boris Johnson even missed 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 uh, mentioned it yesterday that we can't we can't just think oh let's you know it's it's dangerous to think that because this thing hasn't gone away by any stretch so if we were to I
0: know I know this is transitioning from football for a moment but I I do find it interesting, this kind of obsession with the press of, lock us down, Boris, lock us down, Boris, you know, lock us down. And now mm. the minute he's done that for a few weeks, it's, let us out, Boris, let us <laughs> out, yeah, Boris. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
0: It's like, you want to put your head through a wall. and yeah. You know, yeah. you could see the scientists, you know, kind of like, seriously, <laughs> just yeah. wait. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> you know, absolutely. You've
0: done, you've put yourself through all this. If you go rushing out like "Yay, born free!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and we have it again. We start again. Absolutely. Have
1: yeah. if, if you seen on Netflix? There's a really interesting uh, documentary. It's only a short one, half an hour yeah. about COVID nineteen, and they actually interview yeah. a few, uh, couple of uh, people like Bill Gates and someone else. Yeah. And the interview is actually last year, so they're talking about a potential pandemic. Yeah. Even though, even before it's, this has happened, but they they were showing a statistic of. Um, it was in 1980 was that the Spanish flu 1918 yeah, yeah yeah. so yeah. so they showed a, a graph of two uh, states in America mm. and one of them oh, I can't remember what they were whatever states oh, they were is yeah. this
0: the one that had a parade
1: yeah that's right flu. yeah that's right so one of them one of them locked down really early and one of them yeah. had a parade mm. and you, you look at the two graphs and the one that had a lockdown early it goes like a like a double bump so you get yeah. one, it goes up like a bump goes down then it goes up again then it goes down but it's like a, quite a low bump yeah. and the, and the place of the parade it looked like a everest it was like yeah. really high yeah. and the and they said the reason why the the one that had the lockdown has got the double bump is because it went down and then they thought right we well, seem to be alright now and they and they let everyone go back to normal yeah. and it started and going everyone, up again. Oh so they locked yeah. so they locked down again so that's that's the problem if if we yeah. all if we all think and, that that we, that we can go back to normal. We'll just end up back to where we are now. So we well, we have to...
0: The... Yeah, no, just what spot on, because in reality, nothing's changed. There is no vaccine. There is no treatment. So the lockdown was to stop the initial outbreak from spreading. And the idea, and as gruesome as this sounds, is everyone with it is either recovered or, or, or passed away. So therefore, if everyone's been in lockdown for that amount of time, in theory, you know, we will come back out, we're all okay. And therefore we're not passing it between us but Germany whose rates you know and of course there's a lot of press conjuncture in Germany about what's been reported um are a lot lower and everyone's kind of looked at and gone oh they've done you know a pretty good job over there they've really done you know it was a really strict lockdown no one in or out they've seen within a week a real jump in infection rates again and I mean, I, I'm not a scientist. I'm no expert on this at all. But I kind of look at that. Go well. If they've been locked down for five weeks, and to my mind, you you keep hearing a kind of three week infectious period. Possibly when you've got it for a couple of weeks, you think after five weeks with no one going in and out of the country, etc., to hear the infection rate climbing again, it's a bit a bit alarming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm kind of like my biggest anxiety at the moment is this kind of throw the doors open because I know what it's like the government announced okay we're going to do a a, a step we're going to do this and everyone's like
1: "Yeah, <laughs> to the yeah.
0: beach you yeah. know yeah, yeah.
1: It, we don't do won't... steps in this country do no.
0: we no <laughs> <laughs> it, it won't be it'd be like Pub, pub, come yeah, on, yeah, everyone at a yeah, pub, yeah. like you know, four hundred people rammed in a room for fifty, just like celebrating, yeah, and yeah. then everyone's sick the following week. and yeah, no one course. can work out why. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I, I, but the I, government said we could. No, yeah. they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not quite what you're doing. Yeah. yeah,
1: but you know, you mentioned Germany, and I, yeah. I genuinely wouldn't be surprised if you if we hear them re- reassess what they're mm. doing with, with their league. I, I, could, I, I would be genuinely surprised if any league in. in uh, in, in the world, apart from the Bolivian one, finish that, <laughs> finishes. Finishes. I can't. I just can't see it. Genuinely, and, I, and I, I, wouldn't be surprised if you, if if you did hear something from Germany in the next few days. Yeah, with would... what's happening, like you say, with with the cases now rising yeah.
0: again. No, I'm with you, man. Um, yeah. I, I, and, it, and football has to be secondary. I know. There's the Bill Shank, you know, football's not life and death is more important than that. It's really not, guys. No, no it's not. <laughs> it, no. Fo- football's only massively important until it's really life and death.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and the thing is as well, do you think you'd enjoy more, football more being alive or being dead?
0: Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I, do you know, there, there's some people, and, and I don't want to go too far on this, because I think me and you could do another hour just on this alone, <laughs> But I, I spend a lot of time on Twitter, I spend a lot of time going around and I do just read some stuff, some people are like, Oh, it's just a flu, everyone's made a fuss out of it. And I just wanna shake people. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. you cannot believe and there's this guy in a Tottenham shirt did it the other day, and I was like, I Why saw do you this. have to be a Tottenham fan? Yeah, I saw this. Like, yeah. Why do you have to be a Tottenham fan? You yeah. could you oh, could yeah. support any club in the world and be <laughs> that
1: stupid. Why <laughs> why do you have to be exactly. a Tottenham fan? We do not want to associate with you. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I (laughs) just—it's like walking along, all proud. Like I mean, you were talking (sighs) about America, right? And I got a friend who lives in North Carolina, and my friend sent me this link to this protest, uh, a free NC. So basically, a, a load of Trumpsters. Uh, want, uh did this massive protest, and this woman was like uh, part of this she she was the leader of the whole movement, and there's pictures of her on her Facebook page all day at the rally, shaking everyone 's hands you know like oh and she 's wearing this kind of it 's a hoax jumper mm. yeah, she tested positive for covid nineteen two days later
1: yep yeah, just shows isn't it yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it we, we just we, it's it, i think the problem is. Uh, the last few years, it's almost like take um, someone's take take what a scientist or an expert says, yeah. and take what Karen on Facebook says or on yeah. YouTube, <laughs> and put it on equal standing. Yeah, and I, I think yeah. people have got to realise that you can't do that. You know yeah. the the, the they, they, people can have their conspiracy theories. They can have their, their thoughts and that. But yeah. at some point, guys, we've got to listen to the experts and what the experts well, are saying. And if the experts are saying stay in, yeah. lo- you know, the lockdown will, will, will flatten the curve and we'll get rid of this, yeah. then let's just do that. You know, let's trust the experts.
0: The other thing as well is, is about science. Is a lot of people are realizing now, scientists don't have an agenda and it's quite a difficult thing because like we're always conditioned like you hear a politician you speak and you're like well what's his angle you hear a news person speak it's like well mm, what's their perspective mm. scientists don't have agendas so they just get the information and put it out yeah. and I think people are being warped by that and thrown by it because of course people are going oh World Health Organisation don't know what they're doing they keep changing their mind mm. no they keep getting new information and they're just releasing it yeah. scientists are probably the only people in the world who love being wrong
1: yeah, absolutely. They want to. <laughs> they want to be proved wrong. Yeah, and like you yeah. know, you talk. You talk about America. The, the, they the, almost the, celebrate
0: it. You know? Yeah, You're like yes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that exact, was wrong. exactly.
1: They want exactly <laughs> right. And I mean, like you know, that the new chant now is not uh lock her up. The new one is fire Fauci. Uh, this is their new their new chant in America. This guy is uh, a scientist. He's he's like you say. He's he's got his yeah. Uh, motivation is yeah. nothing political. His motivation no. is to save no. people's lives, yeah. you know? That is and literally yeah. it, you know? you know? This
0: This is a guy who worked for 20 years on AIDS research. Right? <sighs> and, you know, what an evil git. Yeah, <laughs> you <know>? absolutely. Fire <laughs> what him, a yeah. What a maniacal <laughs> bastard he must be. I tell you, and I know we've gone completely off top of that, but did you see he got interviewed on CNN or whatever, and someone jokingly said, oh, because you're a figure in the news now, you're probably going to be a Saturday Night Live sketch? who who of the cast would you like to play you? Yeah. And he jokingly just went, oh, I think the only person you could play me is Brad Pitt. You know, ha, 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 ha. Anyway, Saturday Night Live got Brad Pitt to come in and play
1: That's, him. I saw that. That was awesome, was it? awesome it was yeah. great. Absolutely
0: great. Like, you know, he said it, this complete off-the-cuff, like, oh, what to play me? It's got to be Brad Pitt, hasn't it? And, you know, real proper comedy. And then they, they got him in. Yeah,
1: legendary. And, and,
0: and by the way, he nailed him. <laughs> yeah, he did, didn't he? The, <laughs> Absolutely got it, but yeah. So no, I know we've kind of gone off on a tangent there, but we will bring it back to football. Something I learned through the Spurs news page, and you, you're right with me on this, is how quickly fake news, someone who's made something up, can travel and become fact. Mm. My April Fool's Day joke from two, three years ago now still does the rounds.
1: Mate, it's <laughs> it's legendary. you it is gonna it will live in. You need to you need to get that. Uh, printed and put in a frame and yeah. signed by someone at the top there because you have just you do people every year with that one.
0: It just it's ridiculous the the <laughs> fact that but it's whoever cropped the April Fool's Day off the bottom line they're responsible for yeah, it. Exactly. You know, I wrote April Fool's Day at the bottom. You know, ha ha ha, and someone just cropped that off and shared it, and it has become like this thing that just keeps coming around. Like I keep seeing real journalists at real papers going had this passed me today for like the fifth time. <laughs> no, he it's not real. Every and every time I'm like, oh, should I celebrate this? Should I Should I be, feel bad about this? But it just goes to show, I completely made that up.
1: Yeah, It was yeah.
0: aimed as an April Fool's joke. I wouldn't do it to be in, like make stuff up. But there are people out there who do sit there and just make stuff up yep. because they think it's fun and they want to see how far it goes. It's like a game to them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah. so like you said, when you got a scientist sat there saying this and then you got Daphne, Daphne. <laughs> pointing out that her mum's second cousin's friend what twice removed overheard someone on, on a train he reckons they knew a scientist once said this yeah go go. they're not
1: on level footing are they Said they're not on level footing, right, Sam, no, on level no, footing. but, but okay. social
0: media has given them a level footing like they've got equal platform yeah oh, No I, I did a I did a um, a post on my personal Facebook, uh, Sunday night thoughts last Sunday, just just a r- load of random bullet points, and I had a load of people message me going, "Oh, that's really funny. Where did you get that from?" It's like I wrote it. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was me. <laughs> it's like, oh bloody hell! <laughs>
1: Not enough yeah. credit, is right? yeah. I
0: know. I never get enough credit. <laughs> I di- I did write in, you know, I did a few serious things like you know about the coronavirus stuff, and then right in the middle of it, I wrote. I'm missing Burger King more than I should. Oh, I'm a lot <laughs> you of know, things. it's like really stupid stuff. It's like that, that's bothering me.
1: <laughs> do, do, do you know, do you know they're doing a lot of the, uh, the restaurants are doing? I know we, we're not. I've heard a lot of people who are spurs fans may have switched off by now. No, <laughs> no, they're, no, like... no they're,
0: <laughs> <fine>. they're They're fine. <laughs> they're just listening to me and you have a breakdown. They're yeah, it.
1: <laughs> but they, but you know, you get a lot of these restaurants uh, are doing like make your own versions. Oh, and, uh, yeah, so, yeah. So, 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 uh, I've told you about that when my daughter, she really loves the McDonald's hash browns. Have <laughs> I told you about Oh, this. no, no, right, no. So she, no. she really loves the, the McDonald's hash browns, and yeah. it's terrible, isn't it? I'm such a terrible parent. like, I just fine. give her these deep-fried fatty potato yeah. mix. Right? So yeah. they come up on Facebook that you can uh, – I think it was from McDonald's, how yeah. to make your own. So I thought, oh, I'll do that, you know, and uh, I've made these. And honestly, Sam, mm. so, she took a bite, and the whole lot came straight out again so yeah uh, please 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 reopen i can't i can't, oh, I can't copy you
0: oh no I, I, I bet you felt so proud of yourself yeah doing i think it they, they well. actually like,
1: looked like them but oh, like La- layla, but, but layla... But
0: apparently apparently they are not up to standard for no layla.
1: Well, layla being layla she's not going to even pretend if she thinks they're nice you know that just comes that's... straight out and just pass me the plate back so I was like yeah well, fair enough that's amazing
0: <laughs> i am um again I know we're just talking random nonsense now but a friend of mine um this kid went through this stage was about four years old and it was like i want chicken nuggets okay. i want, I want chicken McNuggets." like no you can't have that and we'll just not eat this kid was like so stubborn don't like, no I won't eat I want I want chicken McNuggets. so she went to McDonald's and asked for if they would give her and explain this to whatever manager was in this mcdonald's and he gave her loads of like the bags that the mcnuggets come in okay so she could go home put in whatever healthy things she could find i think she said she bought some like corn like chicken things sure put them in there, put them in the bag. The kid would eat it. You could put anything. She's like, I started putting salad in the bag and he he was eating that as well. So the whole principle, this like three, four-year-old boy stood on was, I will eat as long as it's in a McDonald's wrapping. I don't care what it is. If it's McDonald's, I trust it. I will eat it. You that's cook absurd. it, not so much, lady. It has to be branded.
1: <laughs> do, do you know what? That's, that's actually talking about politics earlier. I don't know yeah. if you know, but Donald Trump only eats uh, take um, oh, McDonald's yeah. then because he because he trusts it. Maybe yeah. this child will grow up to be. Yeah. Oh no!
0: Oh no! What a hideous fault! No! Oh no! It's Terrible. Um. But yeah, I mean, we, we should stop here. I think our descent yeah. into madness is nearly complete. Yeah. Um, uh, everybody for listening, thank you. Um, I know a good fair amount of you are still joining us every single week. and we, uh, I think I can speak from Matt and everybody at Spurs News. We've really appreciated the messages from people. Um, a lot of people have taken time out of their day to message us to say they appreciate us continuing and you know, putting the news out there on the page and also doing the podcast. So thank you for that. Uh, it's really kind and it's really helped. Um, special mention to Dan on the Spurs News Facebook page who's had a particularly tough week won't go into details but all the best my friend and obviously a special mention to Laura because she's beautiful she's a pole dancer everyone should go visit her when her club reopens See, she'd she'd get cranky if I didn't mention that
1: of course yeah, yeah
0: definitely <laughs> one day, one day. There's gonna be like this Spurs News meetup and we're all gonna walk into a bar and we're all gonna be like, Yeah and you're just gonna see her walk over and plant me from behind you. You to be like, I know why that is. Yeah, exactly, I completely yeah. know why she's just hit him. <laughs> but anyway, uh mate, it's lovely speaking to you. Um big thank you to everybody for listening. Stay safe everyone, stay indoors, listen to the scientists, don't listen to Brenda. We'll be back next week.
1: Take care, mate. Yeah.
0: Thank you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast. Be sure to join over 50,000 other Spurs fans on our Facebook page at Spurs News. Until next time, come on you Spurs! And remember, to dare is to do.